Hi, everybody. Hey, I don't know if um, how this is going to sound because I'm doing it on my phone. Now, you know, I know that you guys have come to expect excellent sound from the champs. Um, Audible.com, guys. You want a book, dummy, but you don't got time because you or can't read or don't want to be seen carrying a book. Whatever, however you get down. Go to audiblepodcast.com slash the champs and uh, get a free audiobook download. Open an account, get a free audiobook download. Somebody tweeted at me last week that he went and got Flash Boys, one of our listeners. Guys, the system works, is my point. Um, so, yeah, the, uh, audiblepodcast.com slash the champs. Tons of great books. Uh, the Game of Thrones, The Gone Girl. The Goldfinch, which I'm fucking with right now, and of course is the best. Um, uh, fucking, you know, the Divergent. I could go on and on, guys. I'm not gonna, but I could. Um, yeah, they're just, there's just like a ton of great stuff on there. Audiblepodcast.com slash the champs. Uh, of course, you can get... Uh, the Ellen DeGeneres book, you can get Jim Gaffigan's Status Fat book, you can get um, any one of Adam Carolla's books, Dratch has a book called uh, Girl Walks Into a Bar, uh, Dratch, Rachel Dratch, very funny, uh, anyway, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, Bert Kreischer has a book, uh, Life of the Party, um, audiblepodcast.com slash the champs. Dates. Oh, yeah. You got dates? Yeah, man. I got dates. I'm at the, what, the Texas Improv, Arlington. It ain't going to be. It's not going to air before that. All right. Well, nothing. No, all right. I all got right, nothing great. after this. I'm just hanging out, man. Keith Robinson, come see him at the Comedy Cellar in New York. Comedy Cellar. I'll be there every and also, day. also, if you don't like his act, go up and argue with him at the table because it's just as good. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Keith caught a bad one. Uh, yeah, go ahead, Moshe. Uh, hey, it's Moshe Kasher. You know me. I'm going to be on the boat. Keep talking about it. Not going away. Not going away, homie. Uh, I'm going to be on the... No, but there's nowhere for it to go. Comedy and Music Festival on the Atlantic Ocean, July 24th oh. through the 27th. You can go to BoatParty.biz. W. Kamel Bell, Kyle Kinane, Jean Gray, Natasha Ogero, Todd Berry, Matt Bronger. All kinds of fun people will be there. Then you can see me uh, at the Arlington Draft House, August 8th and 9th. I got a lot of fun stuff coming up. Oh, that is like September it. That's 11th. Good. Wait, wait, don't tell me in Chicago live. 9/11. 9/11. Live. 9/11 live. We're 9/11. 9/11 live. Moses booking his fall shit right wow, now. Wow, son of a bitch. I don't know when this is up. coming out. We're bankrolling so many episodes. We're still up right to our Wait a minute, man. You didn't have to run off a string of stuff after I had nothing. But <laughs> 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 well, we're about to talk Let about Let me your... show you how more. <laughs> Keith, Absolutely. Keith, this podcast, is, we're going to show people why you have nothing. Oh, uh, oh you <laughs> son of a bitch. You may be right, Neil. We're you may be right. We're going to tell people we're going to, by the time, they, they won't want to book you either. No, Good. No. What you've got coming out is something we're about to talk yeah, about right. extensively. So, yeah. new right special. after this. Now you're fucking with the champs. Yeah. Uh, uh, 
That's our new official opener. We doubled up. It's your thing. And now, but no, I like it. We harmonized on the on the Wallace episode. It's the Champs podcast coming to you live. This is our our next installation from New York City. It won't sound different to you. But it'll feel different to us. We feel more tough. We feel more. There's more bravado. It feels right, man. Yeah, it feels like you don't have thing. no TV execs in this podcast. No, in New York, do. you just got. It's just. It's just art, man. It's yeah, just pure art it's from the heart. In LA, no we notes. Got the WB Frog in the corner, just yeah. taking notes, making sure we're doing our work. <laughs> you gotta make we sure. Do. Yeah. Um, now, our guest today, Keith Robinson. Um, Keith Robinson uh, is from Philadelphia. Absolutely. Was South there, Philly. Was that last to, night? Likes to talk about it. I'm from South Philly. I love South Philly. It's what I, it's what I do, who he I is, am, uh, what my heart is. Keith has some of my favorite. Keith is, I know him from the cellar. The comedy cellar. I know you before the cellar. I knew you at the, I knew the, Boston, the Boston Comedy, comedy Club, Club when man. I was a doorman. You was a doorman. I, uh, I don't I, think I got along with you as a doorman. Probably not, Keith. We I get, get along now. I get along with you as a director. You let, not as a comic because like? that's the one I like. You, you don't, don't like, like Doorman Neil. The you don't door, like comic doorman Neil. You think no. Doorman Neil was was more arrogant than director? <laughs> that sounds impossible. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think he always knew he was going to be director. You think you know about doors? Well, I'm he would tell man. you. He would tell you. Go set over there. Not that way. Walk this way. And he yeah. had, <laughs> had the rap. Yeah, he was directing yeah. you, so he knew. I was look. I had an attitude. I was just looking for the right job, right? <laughs> and I finally found it with with director. Yeah. Now, all right. So Keith, I've known from yeah for twenty plus years. Yes. Uh, when did you move to New York? I moved to New York with uh. Why not even? I never really moved to New York. Oh yeah, you still haven't. I'm I'm Jersey, but I say New York because it's easier. Well, so why not just stay in Philly? No man, is what is that about? Away. Yeah, it's know. too far. I'm right yeah. in the central. I'm centrally located. So I can go you back can strike. and forth. No one knows. You can go either way. You can strike a- both cities. I can strike. I can hit a spot in uh, Philly and then come to New York and do 12 spots. Um, all right. So, Keith, we recently got – we get into an argument pretty much every time we see each Absolutely. Other. The most recent one was – all right. Well, let me I, explain Oh, by the way, you. I can bond with you. Uh, me and Neil are on some arguing relationship. <laughs> We're in well. the middle of an argument. <laughs> we're actually <laughs> literally – we paused our argument we via have text on to our come phone. record this podcast, and we're going to pick it up. We have drafts of our argument <laughs> on our phone right now. <laughs> Keith has caught up – me and Keith have been arguing a lot uh, in the last month especially. Keith is what they call on the street a snitch. What do you I mean? didn't I know. <laughs> I will tell Wait a you minute. what happened. <laughs> I'm just an old school snitch. I will tell you what hey, happened. Hey, man, where's, this, well, where's this podcast go at? If it goes to South Philly, we can't streets. have it. The streets, <laughs> they, they can't find it. I'm a snitch. You release it on the streets. Oh, streets yeah, no, all the right. barbershop. So there's going to be a, there's a vendor that sells Stop Snitch and T-shirts <laughs> and copies of this podcast. <laughs> Keith, Keith and I were – Keith was explaining to me why SNL – was wrong. I don't. It was they didn't hire. I was saying my normal argument: they shouldn't have to hire black women if they don't feel the need. He was saying they did. Then he went on, and I said, Keith, Keenan Ivory Wayans couldn't make a black woman pop off of his show, and you expect a woman to pop off of SNL. And I said, Kim Coles doesn't count. Um, and why and doesn't she count? Yeah, she got a sitcom. It's like she. But great. you said Keenan. I'm not saying they weren't all great. I'm just saying not like I'm not again. The argument is the argument. The argument is SNL shouldn't have time. And he, you're saying there's tons of women that that should be right. on the show. And I was Absolutely. saying they're not because I saw the tapes. But and I start naming them off. You said they don't count. Oh, I named you Wanda so- Sykes. 
Wanda Sykes. She popped. She, she popped off a of Chris Rock show. Agreed. So what I'm saying, there is Wanda there is what isn't a good sketch player. Wanda's an amazing sketch player. Okay, I I'm, totally I'm telling you, I, I you know I've seen her do all our stuff. Wanda's pretty damn good. Now what I'm saying Wanda's is Wanda's one of my favorite comics in the world. I don't think I wouldn't put her in a bunch of. She can't do characters' voices. She can't transform. She she's already okay. done that. But okay. th- we don't have to argue that. Yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is, SNL doesn't even try. Never mind black. I'm talking about any color. You know, there's no funny Asians. There's no funny Latinas. There's Again, no. They don't have where, no funny nothing. But you know where I say a diverse sketch show gets you? Mad TV. The most diverse sketch show of all time. SNL hires who they want. It's not an institution. It's Lorne Michael show. Wait, he knows what, how he wants what, it. Oh, wait, but what, how would it change the fundamental quality of SNL if the writers were the same but the cast was more diverse? It, it, how would it be more Mad TV-esque if it was the same sketches with, diff- with non-white people playing half the roles? I, what I'm saying is they can cast who they want. Oh, obviously. They, and <laughs> they shouldn't have to cast black people just because people... Because all, all the people was well, like, you need a black woman. No one said Middle Eastern. No, no one exactly. said Asian. No, no, that was Latino. my argument with the whole thing. Right. That, that was, is my, that's my okay, argument, Okay, let's too. get to... All right, so me and Keith have this argument. All right, get to Next, my snitching. Now, now okay, <laughs> right. let me fast forward to the snitch. Um, Hello. So I come in. Hello, Mr. Michaels. We have, we have Keith Robinson <laughs> to see you. In, I come in. Uh, now, Keith said the only two comedians they really missed were Dave and David Allen Greer, which I completely agree with. Mm-hmm. Dave auditioned, and they gave it to Jay Moore. You living Mark. Uh, okay. <laughs> so uh, I come into the comedy cellar one night, and, uh, and Marina Franklin, black female comedian who will be a guest on the show, if not uh, in the next month, it's soon real soon uh gives me the skunk eye and i was like what's going on and she's like i heard what you said and i go what did i say and she goes you told keith that that black women aren't funny and Uh, you (laughs) now 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 we're talking now i brought my lawyer here (laughs) i want you to consider the source i never told marina that you said black women aren't funny I believe that. You, I've never Based told on her no, that. no information, I believe that. Yes. Based so, on the game of telephone. That, that doesn't that. make sense. Right. For I, that to I say. don't actually believe that. And if I, if, I, if I said that, now, well, I can't even say the other stuff. But I'm just telling you that I said Marina was funny. Yes. I agree with Marina being funny. Right. But you said. She may not be right for SNL. That's what you said? I think so. I mean, you're leading me on. As if <laughs> By I the way, when I asked Marina out. to be on the podcast last night, I don't think I mentioned the name Neil Brennan in the request. She said yes. She might not be on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, you never know. No, quite possible. But what I'm saying is I just wanted you to admit that, which we, we all know, uh, Lauren Michaels is not actively looking for black comics to put on his show. He's not actively He has a white factory, a white By girl the way, factory. your lawyer is holding his hands. He's He's putting the show he wants to put on. Right, but you but don't get mad when people disagree with you. If you put on a I'm sketch show, I'm not saying he didn't get he didn't give a fuck that people disagree. With him. They yes, all, he did. No, he didn't. Well, they why all, is it? Why would he? Have, why would they? Then he bent. Lauren didn't say a fucking word about it. NBC felt they all felt the heat, so they had to hire a black woman. Now See, Leslie goes on. Hold on, hold up. You don't think that Lauren Michaels could have said, "I don't care. I'm going to just keep 
Martin he Gore. could have, but couldn't he's got the you, power. He's not he have, felt the pressure right. on some level. Couldn't Lorne yeah, Michaels, yeah, he felt Duck the pressure, Dynasty, NBC, because the dude from Duck Dynasty said, I'm not giving up. No, I'm doing what I do. This is who I am. Yeah. Look, this is what I said. It's not a good look for him or the show when, when, when two. But again, the fact that no one said they needed Latina women or well, men that was a, and Asian men or, women, or Middle Eastern men I, or women. I, that's my thing, though. But that just shows you the bigger problem. It, the smaller problem is the black girl. The bigger problem is it's only white. He only looks for white. There are other white. He, okay, wait. He, let, let, Maya wait, hold Rudolph up, hold up. Let is me, half black. Let me read. Just so we know, all are clear on that. You're what? Maya Rudolph's half black, and she's right. one of the last he, monsters. He, okay, you refra- are who re- you say you are. Let me reframe the argument. <laughs> Maya Rudolph is white. No, but let, let me reframe. <laughs> That's what she says. Let me reframe no, the argument. In the, in the, it's not no, she that, doesn't. It's I'm not regular. that. It's not that. I'm going to try to talk. It's not that Lauren Michaels only sees in white. It's that Lauren Michaels only sees in Lauren Michaels' vision, which does not have the purview of diversity that's not his bent he's not he doesn't care about diversity that's that's evidenced by all of the cast over the year Again, where there's but one black dude on, garrett morris chris one Rock, black dude at Tim a time Meadows, finesse uh, now he's got jay farrow and uh and and keenan right and one of dean edwards so again, it's right, not. But it is. Yes, they have a lot of Harvard. That's again, Keith's lawyer is holding his arms. He's and I. Yeah, he didn't cast Eddie, Eddie and I. He Keith, didn't cast I wasn't going to fall into that trap because Keith passed. <laughs> uh, uh, and to and and uh, Siobhan. No, Siobhan Fallon was no, no, no. But nobody's saying that he's never hired any black black people. people it's which, a, it's that Lauren Michaels clearly evidenced by who he's booked over the years the way he envisions it is that there will be one black or two black players at a time and then the rest of the cast will be will be will be hold on let me finish will be whoever he books let's not say i bet lauren michaels doesn't say to himself we're gonna have five white people and one black guy but what he does is book one black guy and then book whoever else and And i absolutely disagree with that i believe that's exactly what he does i think he's playing with a 72 playbook that he's still running the button hook. He's, his, he got to update what he's doing. That's a sports reference. He has to oh, I update. Know what it is, tell me. <laughs> he has to update his way of thinking, like we all do. We all have to. We can't Keith, just still think the same. Again, Go ahead. You're sir. the most retrograde motherfucker on the planet. So for you to say we have to upgrade our thinking, yes. you're right there with Lauren in '72. But it's just in a different neighborhood. It's but, in South <laughs> Philly. But you're also a dude that kind of thinks Lauren can do no wrong. Yeah, based on our arguments yeah. that we've had I, together, he's had a sketch on. He's had a sketch on for forty years. Yeah, nobody would ever argue that uh, he's not a it's, genius. It's, and nobody, still, but nobody would ever argue that he's not a genius. But you can argue that he doesn't do everything perfectly. Here's the perspective that I have that you guys don't have. I watch the audition tapes. I they hire the funniest people on the tape uh, that come and audition. They go to Second City. They go to the Groundlings. They go to I.O. They go to all these places. Now, you're about to say they don't go to no black theaters. Give me an example of black theater. There was a black theater. There was a black show at the Groundlings called The Black Version. And what? they went there. And they were looking for people who would have been right. They didn't cast uh, Jordan Peele, which they, which they probably should have. Right. That's, but uh, I'm just, I'm just Keith, showing but you. But they cast Keenan and Jay Farrell. They're not not Keenan casting. and Jay Farrell is not as good as Keenan Peele. Keenan Peele, they're monsters. I mean, but if you, you don't make look for the monsters, again, you, that ain't again, no But case. now you're getting mad that he didn't cast the right no, no, person. No, 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 no. But I'm saying it, it's like 
Do you ever hear the preponderance of evidence? It's just so stacked against Lorne Michaels. That this is what he does. Now, you said in the beginning he books who he wants to book, and that's yeah, fine. I agree. But you got to stick with that. I do. You can't go, well, there's none out there. I'm not, not saying looking there's none for out there. I, and, but also the argument. Now we're just having an argument, which yeah. is, I think, great. I like uh, it. Yeah, no, nothing <laughs> wrong Keith's with it. at home. But now, but now Keith the, just took his shoes now off. The argue, so at home. <laughs> I mean, just the argument that a show's been on for a long time doesn't, isn't evidence that it's done everything right. That's not, it just I, means that I it's a thing that exists and, I'm not, and has I've momentum. I've never said it's, on, it's right because it's been on for 40 years. I'm saying uh, he knows what he's doing. Definitely. And he's I, making the show he wants to make. He may not be making the show you want him to make, but that's, again, it's his show. The, the thing I say, it's his show the way that Key and Peel belongs to Key and Peel, the way Chappelle Show belongs right. to Dave, and let, to a lesser respect, me. It's literally, it should be called Lorne's show. He picks every sketch every week. He arranges it like it's his show. Uh, Nobody we, on any sorry. side of this argument is, th- is saying Lorne Michaels isn't brilliant, talented, and, and making and has made the best sketch show of all time. I mean, yeah, no one absolutely nobody's going to. But it's like for me, I haven't watched Saturday Night Live in years since Eddie was on it. You and you're not gonna guess Sa- who watches it. Young boys. <laughs> there we For go. Real. That young boys again. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Young black boys. Uh, hey, don't you say young black <laughs> boys. And, and also, you know, how a lot of young girls, too. Like, get, you ever hear the story where they booked radio? They had Radiohead booked and then canceled them for Britney Spears. And Radiohead was like, fuck you. We're never doing the show again. They ended up doing the show again. But that's Lauren going like, our audience wants Britney Spears. They don't want fucking Radiohead. Yeah, I know. I'm. I'm not. I'm sort of in the middle of this argument, but I. 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 I just think that just because. I mean, the point is, Keith is a snitch. Okay. Oh right. Oh, you well, are. I mean, a snitch. we don't want to lose that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, <laughs> we I don't want to lose never, that point. I never weighed in on that. You're a snitch. That's no. True. Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. a snitch. How did Marina <laughs> even have any information? How did Marina have any? You know that bitch. Here's the thing. Marina, like, I always believe that Marina is a great actress. She brings a lot to the TV. Yes. Her whole vibe is... I, who what? cast her in TV? I just went After out. she fucking shitted on me at, an open, at Boston at the open mic. That's she it. shitted on me. And, and you, I still put her on the show. And you show. get respect for saying shitted. To a black dude. Like yeah. yeah. You didn't say shit on me. No. You said shit. shit it. And I, I could have said this. Neil, here's what Neil's got to realize. Let me show you what Neil's got to realize. <laughs> and let me give you this, what Neil has to realize. Neil is not a, a, a favorite in the white community. The black community only accepts Neil. But he won't get that. And, ba- I, and barely. You know, I and barely. The other night. As you guys do, so do I. That's, I know that my fate is directly tied to black people. No, Neil is the most popular white racist in the black community. <laughs> We love Neil. We accept him in. We give him dinner. Yeah, everything. We expect Neil to be up front. Right, so that was for us. that was our first argument that Keith snitched on me. He couldn't snitch. <laughs> then we got into an argument the other night because he said, "Get this, Moshe, and get this, listeners." Keith was mad. He believes the racist racism in Hollywood, and his example was that Angela Bassett isn't a big movie star. No, no, that's not my see, – see, here's the thing, Neil. You keep getting stuff wrong because I throw stuff out there just to catch your little yeah, yeah, beady yeah, yeah. eyes. Okay, go ahead. And, and, and it, you, I want you to catch me. I, it fish, I go fishing for argument with Neil. <laughs> but it's no doubt that Hollywood does is, – it is has, has an element of racism involved in it. Absolutely. I totally agree. But Angela Bassett not being a movie. So then, and then, he, and then I was saying there are so few movie stars yes. and there are even fewer female movie stars – and then there are no – the only black female that white people will buy tickets for is Oprah, 
<laughs> and I think that's the list. You know what's fucked up, but, though, Keith, is that Neil then went to the Golden Globes, and Angela Bass was giving him the stink eye and said, I heard you said black women can't act. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing a lot of international snitching right now. You no, know, Holly Berry used to have some tickets that she could sell. Keith, she did Catwoman. This is where you got. All right, this is, so that was his argument. He then said, I said, Keith, Catwoman didn't do well. He said, it absolutely did well. All right, let me show you where. This <laughs> son of a bitch. Now I got you, Neil. Oh, I go, got you go, now. Go. Now I said, Neil. Catwoman did 18 million. He said, no, it didn't. I said, I take the under on 18. Okay. You, you know what? If we would have, I wish we had a video tape at the damn thing. He, he just poo pooed me. Like, I said, 18. I'll take the under, but his tone, he thought I took a <laughs> Now, tone. wait a minute. But when you bring up tone, okay, now I'm back on Keith's side. You are, Look, I have a tone problem. <laughs> you have a tone problem. You hear tone where there isn't, you, and then you have tone of your own and don't recognize it. So Guys, just can I, can I do something real fast? I want to fire my lawyer, and I want to hire well, you, man. You, you hired the Thank Jew. you very much. Right. Very smart. Very <laughs> smart. Make the best fired. lawyers. <laughs> uh, so I took the under, and of course, as we all know, Catwoman made $12 million opening weekend. No, it didn't. It made $17 million. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Seventeen million. We oh, can look it no, up right 16, now. Sixteen point seven is what it was. Yeah, like well, seventeen yeah, million. Yeah, Give me the sixteen point seven. Right, right, Made right. sixteen point seven. And that's I won the bet. How far off am I? You're saying good, eighteen. Million. I won the bet. He did the under. Right. Keith then said he shouldn't have to pay me. Because my tone <laughs> was such. My tone was like it made twelve. Even though I just yeah, took the under. His tone was like this. Are you out of your mind? I think he spit on me. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I can picture that's this. That's exactly what he did. I, I can said, picture it, Neil. By your tone, I didn't have, because normally I would go, well, how much do you think it made? Right, but you were but so heated. you had heated. such a horrible tone. You were so heated, and I knew all I needed to do was take the under. <laughs> Keith is the kind of person that if he went on uh, The Price is Right and someone bid 300, he bid 300 and then the person bid 299 and won, Keith would protest the whole time. All you got to do if the tone because was Bob wrong. Barker's tone was and off. Bob Barker, like, yep. what is that about? Are you seriously <laughs> bidding that? <laughs> um, what are you, some sort of idiot? Yeah. Three Keith lost a hot. Pay a new to your pets. Keith <laughs> lost a hot ten dollars, and I would like to say that he Did paid me in two garbage five. <laughs> it was horrible. Two garbage five. It was balled up. Yeah, <laughs> the garbage five. Did you see now, Hannibal's lost... tweet recently? No, he he got when he was young. He got booted out of some apartment or something. He had to pay the deposit. Back. He had to pay her like thirteen hundred dollars, and he had a picture of it. It was just rolls of pennies and quarters, oh, yeah, like yeah, just a it. table full he of got them. pennies. That's how you should have um, paid Neil. Yeah, no. So Keith lost out, and then I lost. Uh, I lost twenty to Rock on on uh, oh, what on uh, the opening of how to the Wild West movie the the not the uh, the one that just had yeah. million ways to die in the west you said it would do well i'm not going to say who said what okay but i am <laughs> going to say that i lost 20 dollars <laughs> i'm going to guess you said that it would do well <laughs> i'm not going to i'm, I'm going to just guess here's, i'm not here's why i'm hurt though the fact that you know, they upped the ante with me. 20. I could have bet 20. I could afford 20. Yeah, I got Chris, spot money that night. Chris walks around <laughs> like he can bet 20. Oh, <laughs> Keith, uh, no, you know, Chris had pulled Neil aside and said, don't, don't bet, Keith. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, not, hey, I'm, a tw- I'm a 20, dude. That's a 20. <laughs> yeah, I dude. actually Let's took a 50 out, and someone grabbed me and was like, don't bet. Come on, man. Don't pull that <laughs> Let it go, table. man. Let it go. Don't do this again. All right, so Keith. That's, but you're about that's, to be a 20, a 20 man. Yes, I'm going to be a 20 man very soon. wonderful go segue. Just this past weekend keith taped a one-hour uh stand-up comedy special absolutely at the the gramercy theater gramercy man theater it was called you know what it was called back of the bus funny 
I like yes. that. Yes. Which, you understand how that? You know what that is, man? Yeah, yeah. That's huh? where you guys are supposed to sit, right? Absolutely. Anybody? Any? That's where you. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait. Whoa. Hold on. And that was a great podcast. Okay. Thanks a lot Thank for coming in. We appreciate it. Hey, as your lawyer, let me just say, uh, ba- uh, back of the Kevin, bus money is a good. I like. That. Yeah, it's a back of the bus. Kev Hart, EP, exec, produced it and uh, yeah. financed it. Then you'll release it. Um, yeah, I'm gonna release it. Now, out Kevin there. Hart, of course, is the creator of the 35 minute one hour comedy special, uh-huh. which he released this past summer. <laughs> Literally, called, well, Kev's about 45. Kev's, <laughs> I was about just 45. talking about that. Kev today. changed the game in that he released a 45 minute comedy hour. No, I was just thinking about that. I was just talking about that today because I sold my special, and t- me and Todd Glass sold our specials to Netflix in the same package. Right. And mine's like an hour six, and his was 45. And I was thinking, fuck, you can do that. I should have done that. I should have saved I those think, 15 you know minutes. What? Because I don't think people want to. We all think people want to hear us yap a lot. Not today. We don't want to hear a whole bunch of yapping. Interesting. I actually think. <laughs> I I think between. I think between fifty and an hour. Around fifty-three is about the no, right. No, but that's line. an interesting. When do you point? get tired of yapping yourself? Oh, I don't get tired of yapping. But I they, know. But I, they, I should have asked the wrong guy. How long could you do? <laughs> hour and four or something. How long could you do? I mean, and feel happy still being on stage? Oh, oh, that's an interesting question. I was talking to somebody. Because your that, boy, I don't. Of yeah, Dave will do six hours and enjoys the whole time. <laughs> I don't. And the I audience enjoys at least half of it. And then there's a guy like Todd Berry who doesn't want to, who wants to do less than his time. You right? know, I want, I want Dave to release like a comedy special miniseries uh, <laughs> <laughs> next week. Yeah. With Dave. it's called Hour Two, yeah. Hour Three, Hour Two. Will Dave get off? <laughs> no, because that. I want. Will Dave die of lung cancer? <laughs> I once saw Dave do uh, four hours, and right. when I was a younger comic and could stand to, I mean, see, I, it was a legend, so I was there for the whole time. Yes. first hour. Fire. Second hour, very funny. Crowd work, very cool. Third hour, getting into some weird zone. Fourth hour, literally taking out his iPod earbuds and going, have you guys heard this song? Have you heard this song? <laughs> yeah. It just gets to like, it's, it's not, psychedelic. It's just about the, the hang. Yeah, right. it is the hang. Uh, I had, and when I went to church, it was preachers that would do like three hours. Really? The Dave uh, Chappelle preaching. They'd just be up there, hey, man. They wouldn't even talk about Jesus after a while. They'd just be talking about other Somebody shit. Somebody should do a talk joke about, about that, how white church doesn't last as long as black church. It's just an idea. I, I did. Well, I'm some, thinking about my next special being that. Is back of that. the bus funny locked, Keith, or can we Back of the bus funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what? And you know who's on the back of the bus? Everybody. Because anybody funny, it's not just, I don't just pick black people. It's white people who were funny on the back of that bus. I'll put you on the back thank of the bus. For, thank you. Yeah, for because that's where that. you belong, Neil. White people do not like you, Neil. <laughs> Trust me. I want you back to the community. <laughs> but you know, Neil doesn't think the black women should be sitting at the back of the bus. I don't he believe that they that. don't. Nope. They don't uh, have the butts for it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah right. um, all right. So Keith, you yeah, tell Keith us about the special. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then I want to get back into how More you argument. started and all that shit. Uh, the uh, the special is good, man. It, it had a lot of twists and turns on it. You know, real life stuff. You know, stuff about my dad. How his vibe was because my dad was. Is a con there shit man. you don't do at the cellar that you do? Because I've never seen you do more my, than just like the cellar spot. No, nah, no, nah, I do a lot of stuff, man. When because you, you for a longer spot, you got everything. Right. For my dad's stuff, it requires a lot of stuff. For my mom's stuff, it requires a lot of stuff because it ain't just you know my mom. She shot somebody at the card table. We moved to Federalsburg, Merlin that night, so I can't just say that. Wait, Let's wait, stop. wait. Huh? We have lots of time here. Tell us about this. 
No, well, see, we <laughs> that's how the back of the bus started, man. We back of the bus, dude, from South Philly. We had card games, what they call rent parties. Now, the rent parties, the house gets the money where they're supposed to get, but then you get some guys there, you know, that cheat at the table, you know, that, that do take some liberties and cheat. So my mom caught him cheating, shot him, bam. And then we had to. Where was her gun? Did you know she, she had, had a gun? Yeah, she always had a twenty-two. How old were you? I was young. I was like a eight, nine, ten. She was uh, a, like a gangster. Is yeah, yeah, mean? yeah. She was on that. She was that. She's about that life. As right. they, yeah, as they say <laughs> me and Neil are actually about that life. So it's good that you bring and that she, up. And she she banged a guy at the table. We were on a you know uh, on our way on a Greyhound bus to Federalsburg, so, fleeing for so six months. You went from Philly to from the game to the Greyhound. Yeah, we had to get out of out of Dodge. How many knew what had happened? Six months we stayed. Yeah, how, I was many, there. how big was the family? The family is me, my mom, and two other brothers. Uh, back of the bus. The back of the bus. And did, we were hiding out from the. Yeah, we hiding out from the fuzz. No, okay, now Keith, <laughs> Keith, did retrograde. anyone snitch on your mother? No. Nah. Don't tell me you did, Keith. I snitch. <laughs> uh, to I, Marina Franklin, so it didn't matter. The thing about snitching is like my, I learned that. And I should have learned. I feel I've got to apologize to Neil. If I snitched on you, Neil, I'm sorry. I remember my brother when uh, when uh, and mowing the lawn. He was mowing the lawn. My brother, did I tell you about this? Cut somebody's finger off. This little kid's pinky finger off. And the little girl was crying. And my mom, the woman from next he door, he cut a little girl's pinky off. Yeah, with the lawnmower by mistake. Right. But how did uh, she get in front of the? Yeah. Well, you know they're playing. I guess whatever it is that happens to cut the. The finger off. The lawn is there. They cut the finger off. It was hanging off. Whatever would happen, our finger was hanging off. Right. I feel like you're not examining this story deeply enough because there isn't a set of circumstances where that happens. E- absolutely. How, what's happened? She's doing a cartwheel? No, no, no. Maybe like, if she's – I don't know what she's doing. Her hand, she could be laying little out. kids do do weird shit. Like and that. She, whatever it is, the, floor, he, the, the lawnmowers back then – you sure they weren't yeah. playing like a rent a rent party version of Uno or something? No, like that? Like no that? rent party. No. So, but he cut the finger off, and his has stopped all my snitching until Neil. Until this one instant. Now <laughs> I was came a, out of retirement. I was right? a, I came out of retirement to snitch on Neil, but the woman next her the, the the woman's mother said your son did it, and I and I said yeah yeah he did do it, mom. And my mom smacked me in the bushes. Don't ever snitch on your brother. Really? Yes. And okay. that's where the snitching stopped. Okay. And it re-upped with you. Sorry, Neil. Okay. No, no, no. Now, here's the – thank you for apologizing. I think there was actually an admission. The first time you did it, in case I snitched, I may be sorry. Then it became an actual <laughs> sorry. Um, now, you wonder my, – my take on snitching, Keith, is that by not snitching – I actually believe in snitching. It's, it's how the justice system works. Because uh, if you don't have people snitching, it's called witnesses. It's called how the American justice system works. If no one will admit, if no one will say so-and-so did it, then everyone gets away with crime and there's complete lawlessness. Well, it's according to who the crime is done to. Like, I've seen uh, uh, on First 48, this guy got shot <laughs> and they shot him. And, and the guy who they shot, he, they said, who did it? The cops like, who did it? And they're like, don't snitch. Don't yeah. on the guy that got shot, not to snitch. Right. <laughs> now, that don't make sense. Right. Well, that's what I mean. But if you know someone got popped, why not say? I mean, I don't snitch on, like, someone, if it's your brother or something. But, like, on the street, snitching helps the street 
be clean. So what is what is the no? What uh, is the don't snitch and come from? It comes from distrust. Vin, wait, Vince, hold on. Vince, you, you disagree? Well, go Vince, ahead. who's been in trouble several times, <laughs> yeah, go with ahead, the Vince. law. No, I want to hear your uh, tell me. <laughs> no, uh, in the hood, what, what it comes down to is that black folks have always been uh, overwhelmed by the police. They always been targeted, as the word. Yeah, for, by the agreed. Police. So in the hood, is make them do their job. Let them do their job. You understand what I'm saying? Don't do the first 48 where you sit back and wait for the phone to ring and say, oh, the team catches a break. Get off your ass and go out and do the work. You understand what I'm saying? But it's deeper than that. It is. Because your life and your family's life is in danger also. It just so happens that that happens. Right, but I'm I'm not talking about don't snitch because Marvin Harrison will shoot you. I'm talking about Marvin Harrison, the the wide receiver football from, from Philly. Whatever, whatever happened to him? Is he still just like he's retired for right? I but he's retired. got like a lot of shit in North Philly. But that is where don't stop snitching. No, I understand. From, I, from if you think you're gonna get shot, at, but what I'm saying is like the idea of the streets will handle it. That's just some eye for an eye shit that goes on at infinitum. But there's some. But there's a, like like he was saying. I get fuck the police. But it's all connected. In theory. No, but it's all connected. It's like the police don't protect us. They don't enforce the law in our favor. So therefore, we don't participate in. I have if if a black person does something to a white person, don't snitch. <laughs> for real, because that's like the. No, but I, if a black person does something to a black person. Why make the cops work harder than... It's, it's not work harder. It's just go and legitimately do your job. Go... Right, but if no one will talk... But that's what they're doing, though. The cops do that, too. I, think, I don't think... I don't want it to be said that don't snitch right. came out of the black community. Don't snitch came out of the come out of everything. It's just the, 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 the mob, the whoever. You don't want no, you know, that it's, that's just part of. No, but I don't, I don't think that it came. It certainly didn't come out of like the, the, I'd say from middle class up. I don't think it came from, it came no, from the mob. I mean, it has to the come litany from- of people that it came from is like the mob. And that's pretty much it. That's that's a fucking. They're an organized you don't crime. Think I Nate off had what, a don't snitch on me <laughs> policy. Bernie, yeah, they had an organized crime thing. I get. Bernie Madoff wants to go on. Hey man, snitch on me like no, hey, no, I totally don't snitch. agree. If it's crime, yeah, yeah if it's don't crime, snitch. No matter what with, it is. But what I'm saying is, like, I'm just talking about like. But that if, is true. Hold on. But that, j- just to throw that in there, when it like you say Bernie Madoff, the Jews, they try to self police as well, even though that's not. It's not about like. We don't trust the police. It's about we don't want the police in our justice un, in our affairs. So they try to self police in that you mean community that, too. I'm talking about still the happening, or are you I'm talking ta- about it like- still happens in the Hasidic community. They don't want to involve anybody. They want to handle everything. Wherever there's some criminal activity, which is everywhere, crime doesn't have a color. Which okay, but I'm not uh, Keith. No, I'm, I'm going to take that just- bait in a second. <laughs> um, <laughs> Keith, write it down. Put it on my put it suggestion put list. Your, oh, yeah, put fridge. it on my to do list. It's on your fridge. Crime I'm stick it right on the fridge. Well, um, okay. What I'm saying is, let's say you get shot in a drive by. Yes. Would you rather someone snitch or not? I, I'm I'm probably going to try to handle it myself. You're you're you you're done. You got killed. Oh, so, hey, snitch then. <laughs> That's what I mean, though. Everyone wants help when it's but, when I'm the victim or my family's victim. Please snitch. But if just it's some street shit, but don't you, snitch. You, but no, for real. Here's the thing: like everybody, if you lived in the hood long enough, you probably know who done what. 
I know everybody who murdered somebody. I used to play basketball with guys who had six bodies. And they're like, hey, man, pass me the ball. I had to pass him the ball. You right. know what I mean? Because I may be part of the they, And they referred to you as number seven. Yeah, correct? number seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? We got this jersey for you, Keith. Put this on. But they show up on a basketball court with wingtips. <laughs> like, Give me the ball. I'm open. Yes, you are. Right. <laughs> you know? And, but we all knew who this guy. We know who the murderers are in the neighborhood. Right. Everybody. Soon something go down. He say, you know, uh, such and such shot, whoever. And you go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody know who shot who, who did what. Because that's the way the neighborhood is. I get it is. if they're all involved in dirt. I, I actually right. do get that. But if it's like a fucking dirt bag, if it's a guy who does dirt, pops someone who has no affiliation. Right. Well, anyway, you're... Hold it, on. Vince has something. Okay, Vince. Keith's lawyer is back in the case. Pass the mic to Vince. And another thing with this... <laughs> you got to hug that mic, though. Okay. What I wanted to say is, uh, when you, you know, said it's nice. Witness, you were showing respect to when, Keith's when mic. You, said, you don't want to get your mouth too close. When you said witness earlier, and you brought up a good point, because when it is a non-black person, they do protect that witness. That's another thing that doesn't happen in a community. After this person snitches, quote unquote. They get tossed right back into the field with everybody else. Go back into the game. You understand what I'm saying? There's no protection program. Oh, There's right, no right, right, Anonymity. There's no nothing. Right. When they do it. Everybody knows they did it. And they toss them right back in the game. It's like dodgeball. All right. right. You're hit. Now, get, get no, right I mean, back in is there. That, but do you think that. that's right, though, is my thing? No, I don't think no, it's right. No, okay. I think the argument is pretty clear. What happened was a fundamental and incremental uh, distrust of the police to, that started in slavery and went for 200 years so that at a certain point, the community had to say we don't fuck with the police no matter what fuck the police right. no matter what we're just not involved I, I mean that's, that's what, what you know we're still trying to change that game but he made a great great point with the fact of being tossed back in some other people be moved out immediately to a suburb that they, you know, could, or wherever it is, you know. I mean, well, <laughs> yeah. white people. Some Brennan, <laughs> Brennan type. Yeah, but, I don't, but again, white Neil people Brennan don't type. Look, man. They're not, witness relocation is for major crimes. It ain't just for like, well, I saw, no, I think it's way more major than murder. I think it's like organized racketeering you will get. Uh, witness protection. Well, okay. I don't think you get it just for saying like. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that too. But that's pretty funny. <laughs> Let you get witness protection for yeah. shooting somebody in the foot. <laughs> yeah, no, you're not going to be like I saw it, but I need immunity. What? <laughs> it's like what, just, you could just get out of. It. We can just solve it without you. But let's get let's go back to your roots. So you're from. So you're talking about the hood. Yes. South Philly is a very bad neighborhood. Yeah, South Philly, up. but that was an Italian mob. You had the black mafia. Mm-hmm. And I think the Jewish was doing Jews was doing some things yeah, too. We've done our some, thing. Some, yep. uh, you know, uh, I, some Irish. Asian. Irish probably didn't do much. Irish, yeah, of course, carry, Irish. Just, I was, mean, ugh. yeah, but I don't think in Philly. But it was a lot of stuff. It wasn't Boston, as yeah. thick. It wasn't as thick, but it was there. Yeah, it was more Italian and uh, the black mafia. You never really knew what the Jews was doing. And you never I just wanted to know what y'all up will. to. No, it's not available. That information is not available. Hey, what are you not snitching? <laughs> <laughs> so, so you you said your dad was a con man, is that right? Yeah, my dad, he what well, he you know, yeah, he would uh we would go to the stores with him. They had something called King Solomon's game. That oh, that's of, our game. That's what the Jews have been up yeah, to. Yeah. <laughs> but that was a, a group of con men going around doing that con game with different things. He'd get, whatever, he'd get cars. But my, my favorite thing for my dad was he would go in the store with a 20 to $1 bill. 
and he turned that 20 into one to like $200. How, how's that? He put the guy behind the counter to sleep. Give him one. Give me that. Give me change for that. Give me that back right there. Touch that right there. Da 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 da. Next thing, the guy then oh, gave he mesmerized up. him. Yes, like that. put him to sleep. It's like in the Grifters. You mean where he does that little weird switcheroo? I, you it it yeah, could have been. I've seen Grifters in too long. Yeah, yeah. He goes to but the I bar. read a book about it called The Big Con, which is a fucking. It's the book. The movie The Sting is based on this book, The Big Con, and they just run through all of those cons. It's a whole. But I've never. I've never heard the. The one uh, where it's just like, give me that, I need that. Yeah, it's like you go to the store and, you know, for whatever you switch, you give the guy that one for the 20. Yeah, right. All the guy's doing is just paying it. He just gets mesmerized your, by it. Do you, and you knew what was happening. Would your dad be like, come on, we got to go into the store? Or are you just looking back? You were like, we wanted to, I, wanted, I just love watching it. Right. So sometimes I'm just looking at it like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you never had the thought as a young man, like, my dad is doing something bad. No, because I told it in school when he had come to tell you what your parents do. You know, my dad. <laughs> Dirt. <laughs> yeah. And I'm at, you know, 10 minutes later, I'm in tell the you what he principal's do office. Yeah. Uh, and did you, did you, all right, so you, what else, did he do others? What was the car, he did a, he, was the he, car thing? Well, he would go, I almost forgot all the stuff, but he was just magic with his mind. But he wanted, he had a powerful mind, but he wanted to use it for evil. You know, so he, however, he would go there with no credit, no nothing, and he would come driving with a car. He just had some people have that gift of gab, right? Right. And whatever he did, I couldn't even follow it. It was so powerful, and I'm looking like, Dad, didn't you say? I get a smack in the head, of course, but because that breaks whoever the out of the out of his trance or however he's doing stuff, because he had a pleasant uh, vibe about himself that people trusted him. You and know what it, they say, a pleasant vibe skips generation. Uh, Go ahead. <laughs> you I don't know get if they it, say but maybe that. if you have some kids. I'm not positive. Well, that actually is interesting. I mean, uh, being a comic is similar to being a con man in that same way because you're talking with such sort of force and conviction that people will laugh at a premise that they don't yeah. even believe in. Or they'll they go may like, not, oh, yeah. yeah. He's got Patrice was, I always said, the ultimate example of that. You would have women in the audience of Patrice's show going like, yeah, maybe we are terrible. Like, maybe <laughs> yeah, we're and they leave like, what the fuck am I thinking? Are we, we are twat? pitiful creatures. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're pitiful. <laughs> Literally call them pitiful creatures. Yeah, I mean, it was, and I would see it. I saw that. I yeah. saw, you would see these like, like you know, liberal white women in his audience is going like, ha ha ha. And then looking at themselves. They like, got to shake themselves out of it. Yeah, but that's what it is. It's just that he, but he always said he couldn't get over on you unless you had larceny in your heart. That's uh, from the book. That's from that's in the. Oh, unless yeah. you con. wanted to come up. Yeah, you, you're trying that, to get something that, out of it. You can't. It's, you can't cheat an honest man yeah. unless you're like. Right. It's wait. They get you like. Look, this. I'm gonna let, right. gonna let you in a secret. They're ripping you off the whole time. Yeah. And then the next week, then you're like, that happened to me actually, in New York when I was in. When I was 19. It was the day before I moved to L.A., and a guy with, like, an African guy came up to me on the street and was hey, like, man. hey, yeah, like, I need, uh, I need to, right. like, transfer. He got I, money. Did he have yep, a Michigan knot roll? of money. Yep. <laughs> Michigan roll. He had a knot. He's like, I left the rest of it on top of a vending machine at the Port Authority. At that point, a second guy comes up and is like, what did you say? Uh-huh. We have to get this money. So then there's two of them. You're like, do you have uh, identical accents? No, yeah, no, 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 no. No, they actually no. didn't. The other guy was like this sort of like they're kind of good hearted. And they're like, if you give us money now, then we'll double your money. You got to go to the age. I mean, I and then had your, greed, bucks. your greed dick gets hard. Yeah, I, I had a hundred bucks. Yeah. And uh, and I was like, yeah, here you go. I went to BBQ on 8th Street <laughs> and sat and waited for them. They never showed, guys. Yeah. <laughs> 
There's a Jew somewhere in New York that everybody talks to. All these Jews always talk about. I've never met the guy, and I, I, but they, he's a Jew, and he walks up to other Jews only, and he does this like Jew shit where he's like, a oh, brother, my brother, achi, you know, you, and wearing like a yarmulke. He's like, you know me, we're all one people. And then all of a sudden, he's just like, I'll be right back. And then he just disappears. <laughs> and let me ask these guys a question. Can you differentiate a Jewish guy from a white guy? Yes, like visual, like if Moshe never mentioned that he was Jewish, would you think he's Jewish? No, yeah. no, I don't. Do you know that? Oh, I well, think Jewish I mean, guys think that they have this look, and we you want don't. desperately not to be white. I can, I can say, I can say that we're all very, we're like, please don't, we're right, different, right, right. but no, yeah, I, mean, I would never. That, you know, I, that's not just you. Like all Jewish guys want to be like. Oh, Other? absolutely. It's like the most, the loveliest privilege that we think to ourselves, like, well, we're not all white. Could, you know, every I mean, time I ask somebody in the audience, are you Catholic? I'm Jewish. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. It's important to us. It's important to us. But you know what I heard in New Zealand? The Maoris hate white people and they don't hate the Jews. So there is a differentiation some, on, on some. Right, but I bet they can't tell the difference. You might be right. There like, are some people you could look at and be like, that's, that's when a guys Jew. go like, I'm so Jewish looking. I'm like, what are you? Just- some people are totally Jewish looking. <laughs> Is this correct that, that the Jews are the only people that actually are tied to a religion? Like they, their oh, ethnicity the end- is directly tied to and a religion. Well, is that correct? It, it, that's more sort of correct. I mean, the Indians are like that too, and that the Hindus are they're Hindus no, and. No, the name I, I, I understand what you're saying. I mean, the thing is, uh, okay, just this is going to be a weird divergence, but the thing about both Hinduism and Judaism is that they're both religions that come from the time where all religion and ethnicity were inseparable. Right. So at a certain point in history, you were the religion of the nation that you were born into. And it just ha- that was just always true. There was no such thing as this kind of like modern day, oh, well, I believe in Islam, so I'm going to become a Muslim. It just right. didn't happen like that. Right. So the Jews and the Hindus, to some extent, are just really old religions. So it's just a vestige. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know now, let me ask so you this yes. now. In other when words, when yeah. I was coming up, here's what I knew. I knew this for a fact. I knew in South Philly only, I knew the the Irish and Italians hated each other, mm-hmm. right? Uh, the blacks didn't like the Irish more. We liked the Italians more than we liked the Irish. Well, the you, Irish, you know, the Italians the had some cool points yeah. to them. Yeah. But I wanted to know, who does the Jews hate? <laughs> who do you go, ugh? Is there uh, an ethnic group that you yeah. just go, oh, boy. Yeah, definitely. It's called Arabs. humanity. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else. Yeah. And not all Gentiles. Any non-Jew. <laughs> Keith, but my, what I want to ask you is like, all right, so you grow up around like not – it's like rough. Yes. It's rough. It's rough. Like literally it's like not – I cool think though, you mythologize it's, it in a good way, but I, it sounds like fucking bad – bad it's a, it's a rough but it's what you deal with now when you in it you don't think it's that rough so you never thought like i gotta get the fuck out of here like this is not for this is dangerous you know and i would like more than this for my life yeah of course i had to because you know we were you know we were doing a lot of stuff we were doing all the neighborhood activities stealing cars <laughs> robbing hubcaps, the, 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 the neighborhood hubcaps. activities but it became it became so monotonous i'm like man it's got to be something else and then i did just, you so did you graduate high school absolutely did you go to college no college uh, wasn't for me i went to the navy for a day or two to what what happened 
Well, I was sworn in and everything in the Navy. They told me, you can do anything you want. You can, you can swim in the Navy. You can play basketball as much as you want. What job you want? I'm like, I like something in computers, sir. Right. Sure, you get something in computers. I didn't even take the test yet. Once I took that test. Infantry. That's, <laughs> that's Congratulations. <something>. <laughs> but it all changed. Once I swore in, they said, oh, yeah, you're going to Great, uh, what is it, great Lakes. I said, but you said I was going to Florida. Mm-mm. We seen your scores, your scores, you my scores. scores. Yeah, you, my, got, you got some South sc- Philly scores. <laughs> All my scores was tied to bad stuff. Like I'll be on the deck, I had to clean the deck. I'm like, okay, no. I said, well, how about the computers? You promised me, yeah. Well, We're not you gonna, you're not getting anywhere near the computer. No. <laughs> you might fuck the computer. Yeah, because yeah. you're going to do that weird mesmerizing game where we get a computer <laughs> and you uh, trade you it for two computers. Room, they give you a... Yeah, so, uh, so how long did you stay in for? No, I, I, the, 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 the drill sergeant drove me and my mom down to the uh, to swear in, to, to VIP out. I mean, I already swore him to VIP out. To, in other words, to get locked in and fly to Great Lakes. But I'm like, Mom, I don't want to go. And the, the damn uh, drill sergeant, like, shut up, you little bitch. And my mom, like, don't call my son no bitch. You know I want shot somebody. No, she said <laughs> But so we drive, and he still called me a bitch. I told you not to call my son a bitch. So they take my mom in the room. I was 17 and told her how much money she could make. If I want, if your son goes in, and then she's you're like, going to get She money. comes out. She goes, shut up, you little bitch. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, Mom, am I still going? Shut up, bitch. I'm like, oh, damn. But I end up, not because I was 17, I had that. You know, oh, chance you literally, to get out. Like yeah. you said, I, oh, by the way, I'm 17. So yeah. I don't have to go. Yes. And they, they let me out. Did so they would tell you? her that she would get money, though? Yes. And that's a true then, story. Did she flip or she was She's like, like ooh. <laughs> right. But did she for real or was Yes, she like, for real. Yeah. This is a true story. She said, well, baby, you know, you, you it ain't going to be that difficult. <laughs> uh, wow. Because 17, she's still getting that money. She would get yeah. like $600. She didn't want to hear that. It's like 600 Boy, go on out there. Fight so the good fight. what did you fight. do after that? So then you went back to the neighborhood. And- then I went back to the neighborhood. But by then, you know, I had a little bit more sense about myself. So I was doing better things. When were you stealing cars? I was stealing cars young. My brother, John, he was older. He would have us steal the cars. Uh, we would, I thought GM meant every car. General Motors. <laughs> I thought that one. So we just stick it in the thing, see if it fit. And then we, when the car started, it was easy to start cars oh, it back was then. The, the key was the skeleton key was the pinky bone of a little girl's hand. What I, <laughs> no, I don't know what it was, but I know when you turn the car on and it would start, and my brother would drive it, then we would drive, then we'd get, get, give him gas money for the joyride. He was only 14. We was like, uh, what was it, 8 and 9. We called ourselves the Lord Gangster Supreme. Oh, I like that. Oh, it was good. That's better than back of the bus. The Lord Gangster. All our hats had little Bosolini hats with an S in them. That means Supreme. Yeah, we had a little. (laughs) And did you you ever see That was the thing. People used to steal cars a lot. It was easy. It was easy to steal cars. Yeah, like there was a common. It was like getting your bike stolen. Yeah. It's like like computers are what made it more difficult. Yeah, exactly. Like it was really fucking easy. Bikes. Now, when we went to Federalsburg, Maryland. We, had, we stole so many bikes. We had like 17 bikes in our grass that we stole. Because every time we walk, we just see them laying around. It, it was like, this is, this yeah, is like bike these heaven. motherfuckers not know. You know and what they, finally come you know to? They like, we Oakland? don't do that here. <laughs> you, know, you know what they would do in Oakland? The, the way that they would steal bikes, they would come up to you and they'd be like, that's a nice bike. 
can I take it for a ride around the corner? And you would be so intimidated. You'd be like, yeah, I guess you can. Knowing that they were stealing your bike. Yeah, that's that's all the hood. That's hood <laughs> lingo. <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah. Can I take the bike around the corner? Or, you might as well get off and start fighting the dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or that's my cousin's bike. That was another popular meme. That's yeah. my cousin. I don't know your cousin. Well, it's my cut. And they're like, all right, well, here's <laughs> wait a minute. Goodbye. <laughs> but wait a minute. Nah. Yeah, but that, that happens, though. But, you know. When did you stop stealing cars? I stopped. It's so funny. It's like, well, you know, my uncle got us. You know, that's when my father, you know, passed away or whatever. My uncle came. He started, and he was a, a church dude. When did your dad pass away? When I, you know, when I was 10. Oh, okay. How did yeah. he die? Not a good death. <laughs> a horrible one. It was, you know, whatever. Stabbed. Some street shit. Yeah, street stuff. Stabbed? Yes. Do we? Do you know the circumstances? Yes. I know right. the complete. You want to hear the circumstances <laughs> of that? Well, Jesus it's, Christ, It's fun to watch you not I feel like I want Dr. Phil. <laughs> no, it's interesting. I don't know anyone in sure. fucking. Sure. No, you know, he was in a, it was in a bar fight. A place called the Silver Dollar. And, uh, and you know, this woman, Mary... Who he, my dad was with, cheating on my mom with, was with him, and they got in a fight. You know, my dad had good hands, know how to hold his hands, hit the guy, bam, bam, bop, knocked him down. The guy got the knife, and boom, 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 and that. There it's you go. funny. A lot of times when a guy gets stabbed, he was winning. I know, but yeah, that's right the, until he got stabbed, yeah. he was winning. But a guy don't. You're not losing, and either you're stabbing or getting stabbed. So when you, if you're winning, I yeah, guess if you're that winning, makes you sense. don't go like. And now, the, now that I've give me the knife so I can finish you it. up. <laughs> so, Here's the stabbing now. now I'm tenderized. So you let me slice some of this shit off. <laughs> after that, I mean, you. At what point did you say to yourself? Or did you ever say to yourself, I'm being victimized by my circumstances? This is crazy. Nah, you know what? You always you always was aware of what was going on. Even when you're in it, you're aware of what's going on. Like, I was aware that, man, if I keep this, I'm going to go to jail. And right. I always thought it was too easy to go to jail. I said, this is too damn easy. What Everything, do you mean? Like, it was like you were. Could you walk out? The cops, it, it, it just felt like I was in a system. I actually felt like I was on, a, like, a conveyor belt. Oh, that's to jail, yeah, producing crime. Like here, I'm on this conveyor belt, and sooner or later, I'm gonna be a part of this grand scheme to uh, incarcerate me. And you were right, uh, exactly. You, yeah, but you're, I, yeah, yeah. I really felt that. Right. Like, man, this is just something is wrong with this because I'm being edged this way and edged that way, and I always felt as though that's what it was. And it's like the the intangible thing. The thing that probably got you out of it was the. The fact that you had the perspective to see. To yeah, see but you got to see. I, I play a chess. I used to play chess, too. That was my saving grace. I love playing chess. I was a chess champion in a junior high and high school. So chess keeps your mind thinking about the moves around you. That's uh -huh. an interesting thing of, like, I do, like, it's like, fuck white people, fuck the system. I'm, and a lot of people would take that energy and be like, I'm going to fucking rob and do mm -hmm. dirt. No. I'm gonna sell, and I'm going to do, do, do sell drugs, all that shit. And you were like... No, I'm going to go the other way. But that's what it is, is that yeah. you got to realize. But that's rare, right? Like yeah, a lot of no, guys it is rare. Yeah. You got to see, well, you got to see the, 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 the things ahead of you. Like, all right, this ain't, this, where does this lead to? Right. And that's where the chess came in at. If I make this move, right. what is going to happen? I remember this guy said, Keith, let's go rob this dude of his glasses. Because that's one big time when people were taking designer glasses. I'm like, yeah, let's do like it. gazelles? Yeah. And I'm like, then I start thinking, wait a minute. After we rob this guy of his pair of glasses, <laughs> what are we going to do? Yeah. Have different days to wear? <laughs> Take them yeah. and that? And it's going to work that way because now, sooner or later, I'm going to have to deal with you for those same glasses. 
So I said, let's not do that. You do what you do. Right. Well, that's that old that old, that old idea that in a impov- like impoverished neighborhood, you have to be brilliant to be average. You know what I mean? Right. You know, like the advantage that you get automatically by being born into privilege is that you can be average. Right. But you have to be. You have to have a key have mind to, you and have be to able think. to see above the to matrix think. to be able to get out of it. Be- see, the, in poverty, they, the, the system, as people would say, keep you focused on tomorrow. Your day to day, right? Whereas in uh, a, a nice situation, we keep pointing at Neil money, for privilege. But that's not even means, that's not fair. I mean, you were twelve, no, twelve people true. in a. In there a were a shitload of us, but eventually right. we started shaking people. Uh. <laughs> 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 that's actually what happened. We had ten kids, and then I, like Kevin, was like in a poor family. I was we could see a rich that family because yeah, because there were there were just <laughs> no no one was left. We right. shook motherfuckers. <laughs> Right. No, go on. Finish what you were saying. What I was saying is uh, it, it keeps you living day to day. Right. So the focus is on making it through today. Right. In impoverished in, in uh, uh, household. It's just making it to tomorrow. And that focus doesn't allow them to look past that. Whereas uh, a wealthy household, you don't have to worry about that part. Right. So you can concentrate. Also, just like this, like I, when I was a kid, I was aware of the stock market. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like but I was aware of like, and whereas you might have been like, the fuck is the back of the, all those numbers and fucking no, but graphs and exactly. Like, it goes. I beyond. knew it was like, oh, you work, you save money, then you put it in this, and that multiplies your money. Right. right. When it crashed, when it crashed, a lot of black folks said, "Oh, that's not me." Right. That's not me. That's that's Wall Street. Meanwhile, they that's can't get a job right. at this no, no, business. Is when you go to check your four hundred one k. When you go to check your right. uh, your pension. Right. It is you. Yeah. You think it's not you. Well, that but was it is you. That was that Halliburton that Halliburton documentary, the smartest guys smartest in the room. Guy in the it's room, like yeah. all of a sudden these billionaires are now only millionaires, but these pensioners have put all their money in the Halliburton stock. They're fucking broke. broke. Right. And so yeah. what you were saying, though, was uh, – is it Vince? Yeah. yeah. What you were saying, it, it works on an individual level. So you, the, the individual life can't rise above its circumstance. But also on a household level, like you were saying, and also on a community level. That's why people – why poor communities stay poor and rich people continue to get richer because right. you're always able to do a step – You can't uh, get rich without the poor. Right. But that's why, you know, I think the, the whole – well, we don't need to get in that. But it, it, it is it is that, that, that whole – Bob, that you you think of while you're in it, you you're so busy thinking away how to how do I get out of this trap, and knowing that it is a trap. And what? But your peers in the in the petty larceny game were literally not even thinking that though. They were just a like, lot of people aren't. A lot of people walk around like, with just. I don't know. Like, this is I what got it is. This, I got food. I captured my kill for the day and it, this will it, feed me it's exactly what vince was saying right yeah 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 i just and came what up what do they think of you keith well what when you start no people understand the change like we know the change we see comics right and you can tell a comic that focuses when you start out with a bunch of comics and you see that one comic just go fuck this let me get my focus on right and you go what, what's he doing yeah i know he's doing something because he ain't fucking with me no more right this guy is Come and Focus. eat with me for three hours. Yeah, he. This guy's yeah. on his money. He's and you can see the change in every. I remember I seen Greg Giraldo change, and I'm like, this guy's becoming a monster because his his comedy became so much better. But I seen his focus. I seen it change. I seen Wanda's focus get like ironclad. 
Yeah, and, and, yeah. Some some having a Wanda like it clicks. Yeah, and like, you go, wait a minute, that's a difference. Yeah, this bitch is focused as hell. But that's about ta- also about tapping into talent that's there. But it's tapping into talent, but it's tapping also on the vision and having a plan. Right. So so we make that with the neighborhood. A lot of these guys had no vision, had no plan. And how did you make a leap from just some kid that was in these bad circumstances to a guy that goes, I think comedy is the way that I'm going to do it. The comedy, because I always felt about that. I always felt I should do comedy. I'm mean, actually I wanted, but I didn't know how to do it or where to go. And then, you know, my man, you know, said, you know, gave me a song. And I just off a song, I said, I got, let me go do this thing. Let me have a dream without being a dreamer. And I'm like, it clicked because I was just dreaming about doing comedy. That was comedy. the name of the song? Yeah, Let Me Have a Dream Without Being a Dreamer. Who sang the song? Uh, I don't know. Was it a church song? Danny Bell Hall or something like that. Oh, but, sure. And, and I know you don't know Danny Bell. But, it, <laughs> but that's what it was. That's the little things in life that matter that right. click to you. And next thing you know, I'm walking up to the Comedy Factory outlet every day. Shoes walking right. 32 blocks. I ain't had no money, but I'm walking 32, 32, 32, back and forth, back and forth. And everybody like, Keith, where you going? But they noticed there was a difference in Keith. He ain't stopping now. He ain't playing no ball. He ain't slap boxing on the <laughs> – you know what I mean? He ain't doing a lot of stuff. But they said, I don't know what you're up to, but it looks good. Right. So people, if they see you doing good, they go, my man, he's doing, he's doing his right. thing. Were you aware when you started walking those 32 blocks, oh, this is my ticket out? Or were you just like, I'm going to go do it? It wasn't so much a – yeah, I guess it was, but it wasn't so much a ticket out. But first it starts here in the mind. I was out. Once I start doing it up here – it was done. Right. The whole neighborhood only lasts if it's in your mind. Mm-hmm. So it was over. Once I was walking, and I'm like, I felt the fresher breath air. Like, all right, this is what I want to do. And once I hit that stage, it was like a drug. I was like, ooh, finally. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I did a lot of shitty jobs, but this was the thing that clicked. And I think probably a lot of comics may have felt the same way. That click, once you hit that stage, I couldn't do without it. That was my first addiction. Right. Well, yeah, because I remember when I was an open micer, I, there was no part of me that was aware that I was working towards a career, a, right. a paycheck on some. I was and that's just like, great, oh, I'm though. just doing this because I'm doing I didn't even quite know why. I was like, this is what I do. I'm trying this now. And then all of a sudden you go, then you all of a sudden feel like, oh, I'm engaged in a business. And, oh, somehow Jay Leno and, and Robin Williams are, con- what they're doing is some weirdly way connected to this open mic. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's funny. What it's did you, true, right? How did you? What, what, well, I was in high school when knew. Kevin started. So it right. was like, I used to come up here and I would see a tell and Kevin. I didn't know they were open micers. <laughs> but like, right. They were open micers. And then, like, they worked the door and did all that shit. But then I'd see, like, the improv one night, like, Dennis Miller and Robin Williams came. It was, this is in, like, the late 80s. So you knew it was on TV all the time. And there were constant stories about, like, the comedy boom and so and so made a living and and so I got into this for the money, guys. Oh, no, did you? <laughs> no, I got no. I was funny as a kid, so it was just like, oh, I can. Uh, hopefully, I can segue into that. Who was right. funnier growing up? You or Kevin? You don't have to answer that. Uh, Kevin, he was. I was eight. Oh, he's. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Yeah. Now look at you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like it was, but you do get the thing of like, oh, I I should do this, but it's also it doesn't necessarily have to be a ticket out of a shitty neighborhood. Right. right. It it's that. just a ticket out of like one type of like the vol of an existence where the volume is at like three. 
Right. And then you go on stage and it's like, oh, this is like eight. Because mm-hmm. this I got, is way I, more interesting. I mean, than, really addicted. But I wasn't addicted because, oh, I'm out of the neighbor. I didn't give a damn about that. I found what I wanted to do was yeah. more important than anything. Right. This is what I want to do. I live this. This is what I feel. It's one bus straight to hell. <laughs> it just expressed. Boom. And I loved it. I'm like, this is what I, I can. I got to go on stage. People are like, what are you doing? I almost shake. To be out, even if you're not so much on stage, just around the the, the smell of comedy. Yeah, like, do you still feel that way? I'm Absolutely, I still kind of feel that way too. Like, Absolutely, when you were talking about left. walking to the to the comedy factory, I was like nervous for you, right? Not nervous, but like that Eminem, like fucking lose yourself thing, where it's just like ah. Like, but you I'm feel it. You shit. feel that energy of, you know, because I'm always, like, messing with people. You know, I was starting a nice, sweet argument with Neil or whoever, <laughs> and we just at the table yelling. I just love that. Just to, But it's not in a mean way. It's in a fun way to me because it's just it's conversation. Is this your first special? or did you? Did you I did a half-hour half special for Comedy Central. Now it's the hour special. And then, you know, now I'm working already. I got another, you know, minutes going already that I want. Now I'm still hungry. Haven't lost a bit of it. How you long? don't have to look How at long? him. You don't have to sneer at him, Keith. I got to sneer at this guy because I don't like him. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lawyer, man. I do. I got man. that in me for whatever it is. It's still there. But no, but I, I really, I love comedy. How long has it been? A long time. 20? A long time. No, it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a long time. Since yeah, I left you. 20. Oh, right. 20, yeah. 20 was 92. <laughs> yeah, 20 is 94. Was that not a long time? Is wow. that really? I mean, not for like <laughs> Kevin and Attell have been doing it fucking 25 20 years is a long time right but what he's saying is it's longer than that i always yes. say in comedy you, comedy's the only it? comedy's the only field where you can go they're like how long have you been doing it uh, 10 years Pff, baby you're nothing <laughs> yeah <laughs> 10 years what are you yeah. talking about completely yeah 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 but everybody yeah everybody they don't that comedy comedy just became uh, we got to have a young guy, but it, comedy is well, not that. Well, that's the thing. That. It's like Kev's an overnight thing. And it's like Kev's been Kev's not an overnight thing. For a long time. <laughs> 17 years that I know of. Yeah. Right? Seven, probably 17. Kev, probably like, no, I go 14, 15, 16. Yeah, 17. I'm See, almost like the cat woman. That's the cat yeah, woman. That's the cat woman opener. <laughs> Somebody owes somebody money. Yeah, yeah. Kaz been, you know, he 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 was been at it for a while. But I watched these. Everybody's been at it for a while, man. A long time. Look, put it this way: I was up for a hundred grand on Star Search in '93. Okay, gotcha. So, <laughs> yeah, to do Star Search, yeah, right, right, right. you know, he was and he was a he was up for it. I was Kevin up. You were up for Ed McMahon's job. That's how. Old That's what right. I really yeah, wanted. Yeah. <laughs> Ed wanted, McMahon. Huh? Kevin went against Chappelle in Star Search. That, that was a hard one for me. I don't know. Kevin Brennan won. Kevin, my yeah. brother. Oh, oh, really? Oh, yeah. Who did you root for? That was hard for me, Keith. <laughs> so we know who he rooted for. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Chappelle. A family member versus a black friend. Did either of them win? <laughs> yeah, Dave beat him. Because Dave's intro was, this next guy's 18 years old. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Kevin said it might as well have said, like, and he's dying of cancer. <laughs> <laughs> we was at the same year. That's the yeah, same no, year. No, I remember. <laughs> yeah, that was a hot year for Star Search. Uh, and so what do you, so now you live, but you, you don't, you never been married either, right? Never been married, man. Explain, talk to, explain that, Keith. I, I've dodged marriage. Let me tell you something. I, I almost like this girl was about to leave me. Here's what a, what a piece of shit I am. She was about to leave me. You know, she's like, I'm done with you. If we're going to get married, I'm like, all right, but I want more sex out of her because sex was good. 
How so long I, were you together? We were like six, seven years. And, and it she's was still like, good sex. Yes. And this man. is relatively recently? No, no, this is okay, way back. Ago. Yeah. This is around For Star the sake of this right, right here. Yeah, yeah. Right around. <laughs> right around. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what I did is I went to a jeweler and I said, look, man, this girl is really, I talked to the guy. How he, do I get more sex? What size diamond? No, forget more sex. I said, I need a receipt for a ring. Oh, can make it about seven thousand, something like that. Is that good? He said, "Well, seven thousand, yeah, that'd be good." And he just gave me a receipt. How much do you pay him? I ain't pay him nothing. Just he just gave me a receipt. G code on your dad shit. Yeah, so I just yeah, yeah yeah. <laughs> so I put it in my wallet to stick it out so she'll see it because most women back then it wasn't no phone, so all, all your phone numbers is on a piece of paper. So I left it so she could see the paper, and she looked at it, and in about five more months, I got out of it. Uh, oh, my God. That's <laughs> a real. So you're a, a con man, shit. too. Ah, it was beautiful, man. <laughs> it's one of my proudest moments. <laughs> uh, that, how much would you spend on a diamond? I never know. When I on hear about engagement rings, I'm like. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, somebody, like, I needed whatever. It, I don't know what to. But I just said, is, how about 7000 that good? Mm-hmm. But He's like a, even that, like spending ten grand on a ring, would kind of hurt me. Of course it would. It would just like not on the principle <laughs> it would hurt me. Like, uh, Neil, do you think you're gonna you, shuffle off this mortal coil, having never been married? Uh, I, you know what, Moshe, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. I, it would. I'd be surprised if I had kids. I wouldn't be surprised if I got married. What about What's, you? Do you well, I, I, it's not gonna happen. Probably not gonna happen. No, unless I get this real bad disease okay. before she knows oh and you need somebody her? to take care of you yes just to get somebody your to take one care question of me. on the first date is are you a registered nurse <laughs> <laughs> but then i go yeah i think you know i think we should let's be married let's get while i'm of good health yeah, bitch, before it yeah. starts to, <laughs> what are we doing for the symptoms kicked in <laughs> before the symptoms kick in and she's got to wheel me around in a wheelchair <laughs> i do i ask natasha all the time i'll be like so i'm paralyzed my dick stopped working are you staying with me she, and she's like, yes. And she's like, what about me? I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I think I'd have to. I don't think she's staying to, with you. It's I don't, easy. I agree with you. I don't think it's so. Do you believe she would or no? I don't know. She's a great person, but I wouldn't expect her to stay with me. I'd be lonely and miserable in that bed. Like, why is anybody taking care her. of me? But I wouldn't. Ex- I would be like, I wouldn't, you know, go. Oh, here's a real sexist question. Do you think it's more a woman's duty to stay with a sick man than it is a man to stay no. with a sick woman? Absolutely. No, why? Absolutely. Because <laughs> women are nurturing. That's the first thing they yeah. say. We're nurturing. Okay. Nurture me, bitch. Hurry up. <laughs> Hurry up. You want her to There's nurture you quickly? Vince, Vince, Vince is shaking his head. What do you got, Vince? What? You don't believe? You don't. Not me. Yeah, I'm selfish. I'm selfish. Yeah, you why, know why? Right. Why would I want to keep this person in everlasting it, it, abject misery? It, it, I'm going to tell you Wiping what, my ass. Well, I don't give a damn. So what? Uh, <laughs> and sickness and health. <laughs> I, I want to test wait, that wait, shit out. But wait, why aren't you married? Half very huh? fun months. But wait, why aren't you? Why aren't <laughs> the two of you married again? <laughs> we look. We're thinking about it. <laughs> Me and look, Keith be on that Sam and Diane and I, shit. And I, and I don't want to be unplugged. You don't. I want a generator. You walk around with a generator. Take me to the movie. <laughs> I want you to take me to the mall, the movies. <laughs> you want as long as there's a machine. As long as there's a machine to put up my horse shit. But Boom. really, would you want, if you were in a vegetative, comatose state, no brain activity, you'd want to stay technically Absolutely. Alive? Run me around like I'm living. You have no consequences. I don't give a damn. I still... Show you? me that you really you're, love he's me. He's your problem. What about you? <laughs> right. Wait, what does that have to do with women can, anymore? <laughs> can, your, can your next special be Keith Robinson, everybody's problem? 
<laughs> you are literally everybody's problem. What about you? Uh, I don't like. You know, most doctors have a don't resuscitate. Right. Yeah. Don't resuscitate. Meaning. Don't even give me CPR. Right. Because mm. like, of the damage that's occurred. They, well, the during... thing that they don't tell you about CPR is, first of all, a lot of people are brain damaged, and it breaks most of your ribs. Well, That's just CPR. That's, and doctors hate broken ribs. They're like, I'd rather <laughs> die <laughs> than <laughs> deal with a broken no, rib. No, but they just have no, like... No, I know a, what you're saying. They, they're basically most saying, of them... like, if something happens after age 60... Right. They've just seen all it is is just a bunch of preventative measures that... They're a bunch of Band-Aids... And it's just progressively worse. They're like, fuck it. Let me just get out on top. Right. And, See, uh, that's you guys. I, I'd have a nice, satisfied smile on my face. <laughs> I kind of want to I want to live forever. So there's me part too. of me that, like, would try. I, I believe that, like, within 50 years, there's going to be some shit that you'll just be like, yeah, just freeze me. Ted Williams me. Uh-huh. And then, and then I'm, I'm going to make my comeback. <laughs> You're going to make a comeback. Like, I'll come like, back. Like Two Shorts uh, album, post-retirement. So you can't guys, stay away. Yeah. Neil Brennan, can't yeah, stay can't away. can't stay away. So wait a minute. You want to be unplugged. I don't know. Immediately. I, I'm terrified of death, but I also what I'm really terrified of is not being conscious. So what's the difference? I don't know. I mean, I, I, like to me, having Alzheimer's, severe Alzheimer's is just as bad as dying because you're just you're not yourself. You're gone anyway. So what is even happening? I guess you can get your dicks. What's odd is that I'm not that happy, but yet I love life. I hear you. I'm the same. You know what I mean? I'm like, this is bullshit, but I fucking this. I love life. I love, but I I love life, but I don't like life. (laughs) (laughs) I love. Oh wait, wait, wait. You know what that is? That's a great example of tone. Yeah, yeah. No, I love life, but I I don't love. I love life, life, but I don't like life. Alzheimer's. Do you want out? Oh yeah, I mean literally, you cut chop my. Sh- to, you ever hear Keith's joke about there would never be a good, there would never be a black. Um, Al Qaeda would never pick a black hostage oh. because he would just basically say like, "Motherfucker, chop my shit off." Like, <laughs> I'm not begging you, <laughs> but no, I, I. You know what? Now you gave me it like, if I, what if you still get as much blowjobs as you want? Right, and it's still pleasant, and, you're, and it's still, you're still pleasant, no, and your Alzheimer's state. No, you know, state, you're not. You, you're still a, you a still creature. Call, you still uh, like. Who cares if I remember anybody? <laughs> but, <laughs> by the way, though, that reminds me of this document, this radio documentary I heard on the BBC about um, prostitutes for the severely disabled, and it, you should listen to it because it makes you think. These people are not just not only should prostitution be legal; these people are saints. They are doing. Like you don't have to tell beautiful. me. Beautiful. <laughs> 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 horrible prostitute trips to Brazil. With yeah, I want a lot Patrice of prostitution trips. Patrice and oh, please. Patrice I've always and I, I love prostitutes. Used to go to Brazil. Jay Moore. Uh, no, no. Uh, Jim Norton. Jim Norton. Jim Norton. Patrice. Robert Kelly. Bobby sure. G- and they used to just straight oh, go. Just go for weeks. Right. Weeks. Right? Weeks at a time. Live like kings. And right. live like. <laughs> Yeah. Live like Johns. Do you hear yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what they call us in Brazil, but we live like Johns. Like, but did really. you buy it? Did you like buy? Did you uh, buy the fact that they like really liked you? That shit? No, I didn't because I've been prostituting for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> and you have no. I'm a vet. You have no moral quandary about it. Not, not even, not a little bit. But before I want to hear all about this, but that's what I'm saying about this particular thing. You, there's this moral ambiguity around prostitution sometimes with some people, not you, Keith. Thank you. Then you hear this special, and you go, at least on some level, 
especially when it comes to severely disabled people, these people are straight up doing God's work. Well, that's what's funny is people's prostitution, especially women's take on prostitution, completely changes when death is involved. Because any any soldier could get could fuck a woman on the street overseas, and I think women in America would be like, eh, he was he could have died at any point. Get yourself some uh, some paid for uh, <laughs> pussy. So yeah, tell us about the first time you went to a prostitute. The first time I went to a prostitute, <laughs> that's pretty funny. I was I won I remember I could I wanted a prostitute real bad. Why why a prostitute and not just any? I just want I like the idea the it's idea of a of a prostitute. I was like sixteen, seventeen, and I went to my to bingo with my grandmother, and I won a jackpot. <laughs> <laughs> well, Oh. Was it at church? No, no, no. It was at, uh, whatever. The, it was a bingo. They had one on a. Where is it? A, no one knows Philly Street. All right, you're right. But but it was a. It was, was a Spruce Street. It was you on fucking Spruce local? Street. No, you fucking yokel. I uh, know. What a jackass. <laughs> but and I won the jackpot. I won five hundred thirty-eight dollars. I'm like, here's my chance to get a prostitute. Did you tell your grandma? No, grandma, I go, hey, Grandma, I can get a prostitute. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Grandma! It's going to be great. Thank because... you, Grandma! I can get a prostitute. <laughs> and she just looked at you and said, I know, baby. That's yeah. why I brought you here. <laughs> That's why I got... <laughs> and I went to the... Uh, it got me a prostitute, a white one. I wanted a white girl, sure, too. Sure, why not? Five, 538, you could have gotten a couple prostitutes. No, not, Five, no, not white. She, he said a white one. Oh, yeah. I got a white. That's one a white. one. <laughs> no, 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 no. Back, back then, the prostitute cost me 160 Wow. wow. Yeah. That sounds like a lot. That was a nice one. 160 right at... 22nd of Wall. Well, yeah, when you're <laughs> Wait, she was a, a a person on the corner? No. Oh, okay. It's a, it's a massage parlor you sure. go to, and, and you go there, and I they mean, send girls in, and you pick the girl that you want. Sure. So I picked the white girl, and we did it. And this is this is horrible. I got a disease. What'd you get? Uh, what's that? AIDS. No, AIDS. I got AIDS. Been at it for years, though, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I went to Brazil. I was the first known case. No. I, I got, you know, um, what do you call that? Chlamydia. Yeah. Chlamydia, first time out. First time out, got chlamydia. God but damn. my dumb ass, because I was stupid, I'm like, I went back to the place and showed the woman. I said, look, I, I came here, back. and the girl, you know, she said, what's girl, baby? Uh, I forget her name, but I gave showed her. She said, all right, you come back in a couple of weeks, and this one's on us. Oh, there you go. And I went back, customer service. Very cool. That's perfect. That's- that's like Zappos.com. As a Jew, by the way, as a Jew, as a Jew to hear a story that involves both perversion and a good bargain, I feel really good. good about it. I mean, oh, forget it. Uh, I don't, I don't, don't explain that erection. Just take it. Uh, I gotta, I gotta pee, and we gotta wrap it up. Oh, All right. okay. All right. Uh, Keith, well, look, wait, hold on. Before we say goodbye. How how can they get your special? Is it going to be on Kevin Hart's website? It's going. We're going. It'll be check for my yeah Kevin Hart's website. Check for my Twitter handle one Keith Robinson, right? Is that it? I don't it? know. I think that's right. One Keith Robinson. Yeah, yeah that's it. And Vince is uh, what is yours? Is Vince Patterson? Is that your handle? All that's right, it. Vince Patterson. Mine is one Keith Robinson. Check me out. Follow me. Follow me. No. And right. no more Keith prostitutes. Fascinating. Thank that's you. Fascinating. Oh yeah. <laughs> Now you're fucking with the champs. Black man in a white man town. He's got trouble. 